0: You see, folks getting all bent out of shape. Just talk to them about the Lord. They might fuss at you for talking about the Lord, but that's all right too, because you got the peace of God. If you would turn your attentions once again to uh, the book of John or the Gospel of John, I want to lift up the 27th verse of that 14th chapter, the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter. And once you have that verse I say amen. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27. Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27, amen. And it reads. I am leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is the gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Amen. Amen. I want to share this morning from... the The next message in our Christmas series called Christmas is and I want to share today from the message Christmas is peace Christmas is peace let us pray gracious father we thank you for another day we thank you God for how you continue to bless over and over again and yes God we live in a world that's filled with challenges a world filled sometimes with issues. But yet, God, we know that we serve a good God. Yet, Father, we know that you are still on the throne. So, God, we just ask that as we prepare our hearts and minds to receive a message from you today, that you will pour out from the power and the presence of your Holy Spirit. Use me, God, for your will and for your glory. Have your way, God. And I pray, Father, that you would open our ears and help us to listen. Open our eyes, for we want to see Jesus. Then open our hearts that we might receive him. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Blessed Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Christmas is peace. Peace is something that we all want to achieve or experience in life. Countries want to experience the absence of war. Many of our cities year to year impose laws and rules to try to get us to experience peace. We are looking to experience peace in our lives. And we can't experience peace without God. Amen. Amen. The question is, what is peace? Well, let's start by talking about what peace is not. Peace is not the absence of trouble. Mm -hmm. Peace is not the absence of difficulty. Mm -hmm. Because it's possible that you can have difficulty in your life, but still have peace. I don't know about you, but I've experienced trouble. I've experienced difficulty in life. But I've learned since I've been with the Lord that I can have peace in the midst of it all. You ever saw somebody and hell was breaking loose all around them and chaos seemed to be running rampant all around them and you're looking at the chaos and and you're panicking and you're looking at the chaos and and you're wondering how is it that that person can still be so cool and calm. It's it's because they found the secret to peace. Life is filled with troubles and life is filled with ups and downs but Peace is what we are all desiring. Peace is not escapism. Well, some people try to escape what's happening in life. They're attempting to escape the troubles and the issues of life. Where can we run that we won't be experiencing trouble in this world? Mm -hmm. And in fact, Jesus told her that you will have troubles and tribulations in this life. But he told us to be of good cheer because I have already overcome the world. He's encouraged us to have peace in the midst of the troubles that we face in this life. He says, because I have already overcome all of the issues and the trials of this life. Well, if he's overcome, Jones, why are we still experiencing him? He didn't say that he had taken them away. He said he had overcome them. That means that we can have peace in the midst of it all. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. The next time you start to get frazzled and the next time you start to get bent out of shape, the next time it starts to look bad and you can't seem to see a way out, just turn and look up. Just turn and look to the Lord and he will grant you the peace that you are looking for. He'll grant you the peace that you need in life because you're turning to the one and only one who can give you the peace that you're looking for. When I think about the goodness of the Lord and when I think about how good God has been and yes, trouble has come and issues have arisen in my life, but it's because of the goodness of God that I can experience. Peace in this life. You see, it's the Advent season that we're in and it's the Advent season that we're celebrating. And part of the Advent season is we experience the peace of God. And when God gives us that peace and when God brings that peace into our lives, it's what we are looking for. And, and then we, we try to go to these places that, that we feel like can never find any trouble or problems. When you find that place, let me know. Because I think the world, you, you, you have a, a, a payday coming. Because if you ever find a place where there's no troubles, if you ever find a place where there's no trials and, and tribulations, just just begin to bottle it up, begin to sell tickets, because everybody will begin to flock there. You can have the most beautiful place that some people would call paradise. You're still going to have problems. You can have the place that seems to be so tranquil and and so calming, but you'll still have problems. And and in fact, you can find yourself in some of the most beautiful and calmest waters of the Caribbean and and still have trouble. Hallelujah. Because sometimes underneath all that calmness, Is lurking something that will take you out. Sometimes it's in life that we find issues are coming and going. Issues are coming and going. But can we find peace in the midst of it all? Well, that's my attempt to come today to share with you that anytime we find ourselves going through the storms and the issues of life, that we've got to learn to have peace and we can only get that peace through God. You see, the Advent season reminds us that we can have peace with God and the peace of God through Jesus Christ. It's only because of the Advent season that we can have peace with God and have the peace of God. The first thing that I need us to understand is this. We must experience peace with God. Peace with God. Notice I said with God. What is peace with God? The peace with God means that we've got to come into a union with God. That word shalom, peace, it means that we are connected to, it means that we are in union with, it means that there's nothing missing and nothing broken. And when we come into that place, how do we get into a place where we're missing nothing and we're connected with God? It's through the salvation experience. It's when we find peace with God, it's because our sins have been dealt with. Hallelujah. That is so important that if we're going to have peace with God, we got to deal with our issues. Amen. Sometimes we try to have peace in our house, but we don't deal with our issues. Amen. We don't deal with attitudes. Amen. We don't deal with mindsets, but yet we want peace. If we want peace, then we got to deal with the things that causes the disruption of our peace. The wrong mindset causes the disruption of peace. The wrong attitude can cause a disruption of peace. A selfish mindset and a selfish attitude can cause a disruption of peace. And when peace is being disrupted, when we can't get peace in our home, how is it that we expect we can find peace in the world? Because usually what we do is take that unpeacefulness from home out into the streets. I think that's why some of our children are going out into the streets and doing some things because there's no peace at home. And because there's no peace at home, they take that unpeacefulness out into the streets and begin to act it out in life. We've got to learn that if we're going to have peace, we've got to start, first of all, by getting peace with God. We've got to deal with our issues. Sin destroys our ability to experience peace. And it continues to destroy our ability to accept Christ. Mm. If we don't deal with what causes the problem in the first place, we will never get to the root of it. Mm-hmm. And when we understand that the good news is that God pursues us to bring peace into our lives. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, yeah. Thank you, God. What do you mean he pursues us, Jones? Don't you know that God sending his son into the world mm-hmm. was him pursuing us? Thank you. When he sent Jesus over 2,000 years ago, he was pursuing you and me. When he came over 2,000 years ago, he said, I want you. Mm -hmm. When he was coming over 2,000 years ago, he said, I need you in my world. I need you in my life. I need you in my kingdom. But the problem was we didn't feel like we needed him. When you remember when you were doing life on your own terms, when you were doing life the way you wanted to do you and how that worked out. <laughs> but then when you realized that God wanted you, the messed up you, Thank you Father. The, 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 the unpeaceful you, the, the you that had all kind of issues and problems. Thank you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. But he, he said, I want you. And when you finally came to the understanding and you came to your senses that because he wanted you now, you say, I want him. I want that Jesus. I want that one who who wants me. I want the one who wants me when I'm messed up. I want the one who wants me when I haven't gotten it all together. I want the one who wants me and knows what my life is really like. I want the one who wants me and knows that I've got all kinds of flaws and issues. When I want him because he wants me no matter what shape I'm in. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, the reason that some of us aren't experiencing peace, too, is because we want people who want uh, us that don't exist there's an us that don't exist yeah. Yeah. they want an us that's more perfect mm-hmm. they want an us that's without issues and flaws Same. none of us exist mm-hmm. none mm-hmm. of us exist without issues or flaws every one of us got issues and flaws yeah. 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 look at the person next to you <laughs> they got issues <laughs> and they got flaws But guess what? They looking back at somebody who got issues and got flaws. The question is, can you love me in spite of my issues and flaws? Can you love me in spite of the problems I have? Can you love me in spite? of? And that's what God does. He loves us in spite of the problems that we have. He loves us in spite of the issues that we have. And because he loves me in spite of that, I want him. And because of that, it brings me peace because when I accepted him into my life, it was a sense of a peace come, I'll never forget the day that I accepted the fact that God was calling me into ministry and I was in Reverend Miller's office snotting and crying and Bishop Starnes was in there too. And they both had this smile on their face. I don't know why they were smiling, but they were looking at me. And, I, and it, But when I got through expressing what God was doing in me, there was a sense of peace yeah. that came over me. There was a sense of calmness that, that, that came over me. And, and I believe it was because I had come to the place of accepting what God wanted out of me. Yeah. And, and he wasn't accepting somebody that was perfect. Just ask my wife. He he wasn't accepting somebody that had it all together, but he said, I want you. And when I came to my senses and understood that I had to accept him, too, and it brought peace into my life. I now had peace with God because I accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. It it gave me peace with God because my sins were being dealt with. I've got peace with God because I I still got issues. I, I still got flaws, but I've got peace with God. You can talk about me all you want, but I got peace with God. You can run me down if you want to, but I've got peace with God. You can say that I'm no good and I'm a nobody. It doesn't matter because I've got peace with God. When I got peace with God, a whole lot of other stuff didn't matter. Once I found peace with God, a whole lot of people's opinions didn't matter. Because I found peace with the one who mattered the most. Peace with God. And if we're going to experience peace, we've got to understand we've got to first experience peace with God. But not only must we experience peace with God, we've also we can have the peace of God. We can have the peace of God. Well, Jones isn't peace with God and the peace of God, the Same thing. No, they're not. See, peace with God comes because of relationship. I've got peace with God, the one that matters. I've got peace with God, the one who can destroy the body and the soul. I've got peace with him. But then there's this thing called the peace of God. This is what we need in this world. The peace of God is when we are looking at our experiences when we're looking at what we're going through and we can still have a sense of calmness. We can still have a sense of assurance. We can still have a sense of things are going to work out good because I've got the peace of God. The peace of God, this... Is one of the most important things that we can have as believers as we make our way through this world that we're in. The peace we are pursuing is the peace of God. The the peace that is found in Philippians 4 and 7, he said, I'll give you the peace that surpasses understanding. That's when we have family and friends who say, I don't understand why you can be so happy in this situation. I don't understand how you can be so happy with life like it is around you. I got peace. You don't have everything you need, but I got peace. Trouble don't seem to leave you alone, but I got peace. It, it just seemed like people always talking about I got peace. It doesn't matter what's going on in this world when you got the peace of god when i got the peace of god you know it 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 won't cause me to panic i won't make sense it don't make sense that that you're not panicking and 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 it seems like everything is breaking loose around us the the economy is 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 going crazy we're still dealing with with the pandemic it don't make sense that you're not panicking i got peace with god And I got the peace of God in my life. And because I've got the peace of God in my life, I don't worry about the things that other folk worry about because I serve the one who has all authority. I serve the one who's in control of it all. I serve the one who said he'll never leave me nor forsake me. I serve the one who said he's looking out for my good and he's giving me a future and a hope. And because of that, I'm at peace. It won't make sense that you're not acting out like everybody else. I got peace, the peace of God. You see, when everybody else is acting out, when everybody else is running up there saying, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind, you can have the peace of God. When everybody else seems to have to raise their voice about 25 octaves to get their point across, you can come with a soft, still voice because you got the peace of God. When we understand it, it doesn't make sense for some folk who are complaining and, and everybody's complaining. But they say, why don't you complain with us? I've got the peace of God. I don't need to complain. My father takes care of all of my needs. My, my father will watch over me. My, my father knows what I have need of. And, and before I even ask, he knows what I have need of. So why should I complain? You better be glad again I'm not singing. i would be singing and I won't complain. Yeah, yeah. We've seen some good days. Yeah, yeah. We've had some hills to climb. And I say thank you, Lord. <laughs> because I won't complain. Because I've got the peace of God. And because I've got the peace of God. Because I've got God in my life and I've got the peace of God. The peace that will get me through any troubling and trying situation. The peace that will get me through any headache that life could bring my way. When I've got that type of peace in my life, I don't worry about the world. I don't worry about what's coming tomorrow because I've got the peace of God. And when you've got the peace of God, you don't have to worry either. You don't have to complain. You don't have to fuss and fight. As long as you got the peace of God. Yes, trouble still around me. Yes, issues still come, but I've got the peace of God in my life. And because I've got the peace of God in my life, I can be calm and cool in any horrendous situation. Because I've got the peace of God. And because I've got the peace of God, I want others to experience having the peace of God too. When you see folk getting all bent out of shape, just talk to them about the Lord. Mm -hmm. They might fuss at you for talking about the Lord, but that's all right, too, because you got the peace of God. How is it that you don't do what everybody else is doing? I got the peace of God. Amen. And you got to say it like they are missing out on something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, you, know how y'all, you know how y'all do when you don't went to the club. Amen. Y'all had a good night. Amen. What what what's that? What's that meme y'all here, Y'all y'all be sharing? Boy, well, we had a time last night. You don't say what it was. You just say we had a time last night. When you got to be like that, when you telling them about Jesus. You know what? My life used to be a mess, but I had a time in church one Sunday, and the Lord came into my life. I used to be all broken, bent out of shape. But I had a time one Sunday and the Lord came into my life and Lord has been peaceful ever since. You know, my house used to be in such turmoil. But then I had a time with the Lord and he turned everything around. You got to start getting like that. Hallelujah. How you going to win folk to the Christ or get them to even think about your God when you say, well, you know, I used to have all kinds of trouble, but, you know, and I found the Lord and... He came into my life and they looking at you like you ain't excited about it. God has been good. God has blessed us and kept us through some stuff. It, 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 in case you've forgotten, you know, we're still in a pandemic, right? We're still dealing with that stuff, right? But look at you. You're still here. you, Still looking good. And some of y'all are booed up. Amen. It's it's a good thing. God is, is good. And he keep on being good. I can have peace in the midst of it all because I've got a good God. I can have peace in the midst of it all because I got peace with God. I can have peace in the midst of it all because my God. And you got to make it personal, too. My God will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. The last time I checked, he had more money than Elon Musk. He had more money than Donald Trump. He had more money than Bill Gates. My God who will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. The last time I checked, my God had the cattle on a thousand hills. Last time I checked, my God was able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that I could ask or think. That's the God I serve. And because that's the God I serve, I'm at peace because I've got the peace of God. And because I've got the peace of God, I don't worry about stuff. You too can have the peace of God. First, make sure you got peace with God. And then you can experience the peace of God. But not only must we experience the peace with God, and and we can have the peace of God. The world's peace cannot compare. The world's peace cannot compare. Compare. Notice in that text, it said that, so don't be troubled or afraid. But he said, I give you a gift. And the peace that I give is the gift the world cannot give. The world can't give you this peace. You know that song that we Used to sing in church, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it and the world didn't take it away. The peace that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. Unfortunately, many people only experience the peace the world offers. And the peace the world offers is temporary, non satisfying, and it leaves you longing. For something else. The world offers peace, but it doesn't bring true peace. And when you think about that, again, going back to that thing, escapism, yeah, you're trying to escape through busyness. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of us, when we experience something in life, we, we tend to get busy. Mm-hmm. And we think that that busyness will help us to escape the troubles or the problem that we have. And it usually happens sometimes when we are dealing with grief, we try to get busy. And, and that busyness, we think, will help to bring us the, the peace that we need in the midst of it, the comfort that we need in the midst of it. All that do is make you busy. Mm. Amen. Because usually once the busyness ceases, the issue is still there. Amen. Usually once the busyness ceases, you start to experience what the busyness was just holding at bay. Mm. And, and then we try to Use substances to escape. Amen. amen. I know there's going to be no amen right there, Lord, because, you know, sometimes we're still dealing with some stuff, and we still got some substances that we try to indulge in that help us have peace, but we finally one day realize that peace that we're trying to get through the substance, Lord. Ain't necessarily going to come because of the substance, because we can get high, but the stuff still going to be there tomorrow. We can get drunk, but it's still going to be there tomorrow. So, Lord, you know, till we get it right, you know, help us, Lord, to deal with it and get true peace so that we don't have to deal with the substance. When we understand that this stuff, this this stuff can't bring you peace. The stuff will not bring you the peace that you're looking for. I ain't been saved all my life. You can't smoke enough weed to bring you the peace that God can bring you. You can't drink enough liquor to bring you the peace that God can bring you. You can't have enough sex to bring you the peace that God can bring you. That's right, I said it. When you understand that we are looking for superficial pleasures to try to escape the pain that we're feeling sometimes. We're looking for superficial pleasure to try to escape the issues of life. But we've got to understand that that is not true peace. True peace is when you have peace in the midst of it. True peace is when you got peace no matter what's happening around you. True peace is when the peace is still there and the problem is still there, too. That's true peace. And then we try this thing called avoidance. You know, some of us, the only way we know we're going to have peace in life is to avoid some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's why you don't talk to some people. Mm-hmm. That's why when you see their number pop up on your phone, you ignore. Mm-hmm. Because you want to have peace. And you know that if I avoid you, I'm going to have the peace that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. But how many of you know they keep calling? Mm-hmm. Amen. How many of you know they keep knocking? Amen. Amen. I mean, you know, they keep showing up. Mm. Amen. You see them coming in the mall and you go another way. Amen. Mm. I'm so glad Sister Melinda didn't do me like that yesterday. (laughs) 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 But when you understand that you try to avoid, avoiding it is not going to bring you peace. And avoiding it only brings you temporary distraction. Mm. When we understand that it's still going to come. The troubles and difficulties are still going to be there even if you try to avoid it. And guess what? You're trying to avoid one thing. You run into something else. you got to learn to have peace even in the midst of what causes you not to have peace in the past. you got to learn to have peace when you're in the presence of people who used to cause you all kind of issues. you got to learn to have peace when it doesn't seem to be a place where you can find peace. When we understand that peace is something that God can give and only God can give this kind of peace. And then we got this thing called denial. Mm. The world the world will give you this thing called denial. We just deny stuff. Mm. It ain't happening. That's right there in your face, but it ain't happening. Amen. We refuse to face reality. How many of us understand it until we face true reality, until we face the reality of our situation and then can be at peace in the midst of it, be at peace in the face of our issues, be at peace in the face of the troubles that are coming. up, Be at peace when it's staring us eye to eye. That's when we found the true peace of God Amen. It's when we can look our problems square in the face and say, I'm at peace. When we can look that person square in the face that's caused us all kind of hell in life and say, I'm at peace. Mm. When we can smile at them and say, you know, I love you Mm. and I pray for you. Because there's some folk, you look at them in the eye, but there's all kind of other thoughts going through your head. There's all kind of other thoughts that are matriculating in your brain. And some of them start to come out in your your body actions. Amen. You start balling up your fists and and stuff like that. Mm. That ain't peace. But that's what the world, because we try to deny Amen. the reality of a situation. True peace comes from God and God alone. Amen. By starting with the peace with God. See, positive thinking is another way that the world tries to tell you yeah. that you can have peace. Yeah. Yeah. How that's working out? Hmm. How, how is that working out? If you think Positively. You can have true peace. True peace only comes from the Lord. Positive thinking. Trouble don't care what kind of mindset you got. You can think positively all you want to that there's no crime in America. You can think positively all you want to that there are no abusive issues in your life or in America. But guess what? They're still there. How is it positive thinking going to bring you peace? Yeah, you can think positive in the midst of your situation and the issue, but when it really gets to pushing you, how are you going to act? How are you going to respond? But when I've got the peace of God, I can respond in a manner that is pleasing to the Lord. That's the type of peace you want, that you can still respond pleasingly to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because if the world push you enough, mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I grew up when rap first started. Amen. Way back. Curtis Blow and African Bambada and the yeah. Furious Five and all them. And they had a song back then say, said, don't push me because I'm close to the edge. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying not to lose my head. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it makes me wonder how I keep them going under. <laughs> but don't push me because I'm close to the edge. And that's what some of us are. Mm-hmm. Life is pushing us and you got peace so far, but if it push you one more time, Peace is gone. If it push you one more time, it's going to be an issue. And that's the way some of us are trying to get the peace that life tries to bring or the world tries to bring. You need the peace that God brings because the peace that God brings, it doesn't matter how many pushes come. You still going to do what's pleasing to the Lord. The type of peace that I'm talking about is the peace that surpasses all understanding. The type of peace that will have your friends looking at you like, what's wrong with them? How they still got peace? We out here ready to set it off and they sitting over here having so peaceful look on their face. We over here ready to make sure we all ready to get it in. And they sitting over here talking about we just need to calm down. What are they talking about? We want to do something, and they over here talking about we just need to think this thing through. Because they got the peace. Of God, and because you got the peace of God, you don't get all bent out of shape like everybody else. The reason that John says, "Don't let your hearts be troubled, don't let your hearts be in fear," but hold on and keep pressing forward, is because he understands you got the trust in the Lord. The way that you have true peace is to make sure that you're putting your trust in the Lord. And if you put your trust in the Lord, it doesn't matter what comes your way. I'm trusting in the Lord. Yeah, there's all kind of problems that come, but I'm trusting in the Lord. There's issues that come every day, but I'm trusting in the Lord. I don't know what's going on in my relationship, but I'm trusting in the Lord. I don't know what's going on with my children, but I'm trusting in the Lord. And I'm going to have peace in the midst of it all. I'm not going to catch hell in my own home. I'm going to have peace in my home. Because I'm trusting in the Lord I'm not gonna catch hell in the church either because I'm trusting in the Lord and I'm gonna have peace with God because I've got the peace of God and when we understand it's that peace that only God can bring into our life that we need he's the author of peace he is the author of peace so why not go to the one who can make it possible Look to the Lord and he will grant you what you need. Look to the Lord and he can provide the peace that you stand in need of. Thank you. Stop trusting the world for peace and look to the Lord. First, get peace with God. Make sure that your soul is saved. Make sure that your sins are dealt with. Then you can experience the peace of God. He can get you through any situation without losing your head. And don't be deceived by this artificial peace that the world tries to offer. It doesn't compare to the peace of God. Amen. 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 Maybe there's one here today who desires a relationship with Jesus Christ. Today you've heard about the peace with God. You want to experience peace with God. You want to give your life to Christ to experience that peace that only God can bring. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Or maybe you're here today, you've had a relationship with God and you just want to recommit yourself. You want to rededicate your life to the Lord. Is there one who would like to rededicate, recommit your life to God? Or maybe you're here today and you just need a place where you can come and worship and grow. We would love to have you become a part of this fellowship of believers where you can come and grow with us as we grow together in the Lord. Is there one? Thank you for tuning in today. We pray that this message was a blessing to you. If it was, drop us an email at wesleyonmain at yahoo.com. That's wesleyonmain at yahoo.com to let us know how this message has touched your life. Until next time, God bless.